Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey everybody, this is Faux Monday, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens, and it is Faux Monday best day of the week. I'm so low-key today. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with me. Yikes. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. And we're changing things up a little bit here at FOMO Mondays because instead of recapping the show from last week, we're going to start telling you about what's coming and give you a little, I guess, a little homework to think about in advance of the show. So it's a little little shift, but I think it's one that's going to It's going to work out for us here. So I got to tell you, just to kind of set the table here, on Thursday, my guest is a really impressive woman. Her name is Shivani Soroya. She is the CEO of Tala. And we're going to be talking about building, this is a massive business, like unicorns all the way down the street. It, It provides financial services at the bottom of the pyramid. And she runs this business out of the States. So she's out in LA. And I just, we just talked about like, it's not easy to do that, right? Like it's crazy. And so I just wanted to like, I pick her brain on that. And then the thing is, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because first of all, Team FOMO Sapiens, I don't know if you guys know this, Team FOMO Sapiens is very global in nature. So I've got uh, team members in places. Let's see if I can list them all. It's Panama, Mexico, Florida, Buenos Aires, Barcelona, uh, I think we have somebody in Lima. People move around a little bit. And then we also have a team member in the Gambia and Africa. So like we are all over the place. We run this shop using WhatsApp and lots of emojis. And then before that, my whole career has been in investing internationally. And so not only why I was in New York and we had I sort of colleagues in Istanbul and in Latin America and you know all over the place and I was flying around there, but also I invested in companies that were very global in nature. And so as a result, I have learned a lot. And let me tell you a couple of things I learned in, in the hard way, as it were. I had this investment in Turkey that didn't go so well. And what I learned in these, this thing was going badly, but like nobody would actually ever say it. And we'd have these meetings. I had this Turkish colleague who was like, a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but I love him. But uh, he just always kind of would assume bad things 
he was probably right most of the time. So you know, his theories were good, but we'd have a meeting and, you know, I get out of the meeting and I thought I heard one thing and he would say, did you not hear the hidden messages? And so Turkish people, at least in my experience, they tend to have a way of talking at two levels. They're sort of having one conversation, but there's all this sort of messages underneath that you have to listen for. So if you're in Turkey, I hope you won't be offended that I've just stereotyped you that way. But it is true. Like I remember just, I learned to become sort of like adept at looking for the second meeting and things, oftentimes something that I didn't want to hear. And that was uh, that was definitely a, an important skill there. I also did business in China and I found that it was interesting that there is a real desire not to say no. So people don't want to say no to you. And so uh, you really have to make sure that you understand if something is impossible and that there's an interesting cultural norm there. In Latin America, I've done a ton of work there and the personal aspects of business are so important. You know, people really, um, they, they're, it's just a culture where people really get behind sort of who people are and it's, it tend to want to know about you as a person a lot more, like it's just less transactional and that can be great. But then at the same time, you know, you have to recognize that it is different. And so you have to be prepared to have those conversations and also know to ask people stuff. Another thing in Turkey, by the way, and now I'm on a roll is that if you don't show up with a present, like Turkish people give you a present no matter what. And like, it's kind of like a little arms race. Like you get a present for them and then they bring you a bigger present and you need to give a bigger one. So Turkish people, I'm telling you, if you go to Istanbul, go to somebody's home, bring a present because they'll have one for you. If they don't, they're probably not from Turkey. Now, the other thing is, uh, this is another one I love, English people, classic understatement. When they say something, it's like, oh, it's very interesting. It probably means I hate that. And so it's just, anyway, so many interesting things. And when you're dealing with languages and time zones and customs, it is complicated. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how we can manage multicultural cross-national teams. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos Fomo Sapiens? Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right. So I got seven tips on how to manage a multinational, cross-national, multi-time zone, multicultural team. Numero uno. I wonder if I can do all these in foreign languages. Probably. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Probably not. Avoid a single culture bias. You know, it's really important. It's sort of like my way of the highway. You know, this is an American enterprise. This is a French enterprise. When you have people from all over the place, if you put a single culture bias and all you want to talk about is that one culture, number one, that's just not the way the modern world works. Culture is global. 
And number two is you're missing out. I mean, you're not letting people bring them their full selves to work. And so it's really important to give people space to share their culture, their customs, how they do things and recognize that, hey, you know what? Some of those might be better than what we are doing in a particular culture. And so just kind of making it clear to people, this is a place where ideas and culture and the way we discuss things isn't just about, you know, maybe we're an American country. It's just not about being American uh, or French or British or whatever. It's really critical. So that that's number one. Uh, le numéro deux. <laughs> avoid stereotypes. As, as I say that, I'm like, I just stereotyped all kinds of cultures like Turkish people and gifting, but <laughs> try not to do that. It is, I think there's a difference between recognizing cultural norms and things that are prevalent in a culture. That is true. But if I walk up to a, the next Turkish person, I say and say, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be listening extra carefully because I know you're going to send me messages. That's not helpful. And I don't think anybody likes being stereotyped. I know that I don't like being stereotyped. And so uh, if you are doing that, just be aware of it. I think it's one of those things that the minute you sort of recognize that that behavior is problematic, it's easier to stop it. And it's one of those things that just, if you see people doing it, there are ways to share with them that they're doing that, that will be helpful to them. And frankly, it's just gonna limit their success anyway. So stay away from that. Numero tres in Portuguese there. Uh, Be extra careful with feedback. Right. So the way feedback is given is very different in different cultures. And so just recognizing that the thing that you may be trying to say, and by the way, you may have the best intent. You're trying to be nice. You're trying to be helpful. But if you deliver it in a way that is completely unaware of cultural norms, it may backfire on you. And I've seen this. I did see this in in opportunities when I was overseas that it, it may be that you're either way too hard on somebody or way too easy on somebody. But you know, having those conversations. And what I like to do always is, is number one is read up on the topic. But number two is I like to talk to the person and get to get a sense of what kind of feedback is most helpful to them, because there's no point in giving feedback if it's not going to be heard. Right. And I think that's what a lot of times happens is we think we've given great feedback. It's like, oh, I just, you know, I, I, I really, I really gave it to this person, but they have no idea. They, <laughs> they totally miss the message and that, that's not good. All right. What are we at now? I, I think I'm out of languages, actually, number four, because I don't speak that many. Um, I don't speak seven, that's for sure. Do not wait to deal with issues. If things come up, do not sweep them under the rug because then they just grow bigger. I think that's really for everything in life, but in particular with these cultural issues, if there are misunderstandings, people can feel very resentful and they may clam up and not want to be heard. Uh, and this happens all the time in, in cultures, corporate cultures where you are that are dominated by, you know, men or or people of a particular race. The, the people who are uh, different, they just silence, they clam up, they, they're like, there's no space for me to talk. And so I think you, you want to deal with these things. And it requires one to be very attentive and keep an ear to the ground. But the minute you see something, you got to pounce on it. Okay. Beish, five, that's Turkish. Uh, diversity. I mean, I shouldn't have to say this. I'm, I know you all agree with me, but diverse teams make better decisions. When you put all the people in the room and they look alike and they sound alike and they come from the same place and they did all the same things, they just, they see the world oftentimes from the same worldview and you have blind spots. So diversity on teams that are multicultural, multinational, it just, it makes it so much easier for everybody to sort of come in together. And it makes it easier, of course, to have uh, a, a culture that isn't just a single country bias. Six, Language training, got to have the language training. So important, especially these days. Sure, people speak English. 
Of course they do. A lot of people speak English now, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn another language. And I've seen, you know, I speak French and Spanish and Portuguese. My French is the worst of the three, but I've actually, you know, I've given talks in French and I'm sorry to all of you who are there in Senegal. That was a long hour for you, but I do think <laughs> maybe I won't do that again, but people appreciate it. You don't have to be amazing. You have to make an effort. And even if you just speak 20 words and you're able to sort of just start and end the meeting in a language that's not your own, I think that adds tons of value. And finally, meet up in real life, IRL. And, and guess what? That's going to be possible again getting people together. And the old firm I worked for, which was international investing, we do these really awesome offsites in like Cairo and other places. And it just getting people together, especially when they're from different parts of the world, you just, you realize number one, it's like, oh, what a cool organization we work for. We realize that diversity is strength. And you just, you get past those cultural issues because when you look somebody in the eye and share you know, a meal with them, it's just a lot easier to understand each other, even if you mess up once in a while. All right, that is my take. Love to hear yours. You can reach me at Let's Connect at PatrickMcGinnis.com, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis. Until Thursday, I wish you a great week. Y hasta la vista. Ate pronto. Au revoir. And, uh, and this is Turkish say, gulay gulay. FOMO. Can't get enough of FOMO Sapiens? Join me on Patreon for ad-free episodes, bonus material, and exclusive content that will help you to master FOMO and position yourself for greater success in both business and life. Go to patreon.com slash FOMO Sapiens to learn more. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on LinkedIn. I love hearing from you, so don't be shy. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. FOMO.